Parsha 47 Re, C. Deuteronomy 11 26-26-17. Deuteronomy 12-15, 12-22 Unclean Clean. August 27, 2022. 30 off to 10 Tishri equals 40 days. 40 days of repentance, Teshuvah. Moses' last segment of 40 days and 40 nights on Mount Sinai. Elul, month 12, King is in the field. August 27, 2022 is 1 Elul the Rush Hadesh of month 12, day 2 of Teshuvah. Deu 1126 C, I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. Deu 1127 The blessing, if you listen to the mitzvot of Adonai your God that I am giving you today. Deu 1128 And the curse, if you don't listen to the mitzvot of Adonai your God, but turn aside from the way I am ordering you today and follow other gods that you have not known. Ezekiel is referencing this Torah Parsha of Deuteronomy 11 saying what happens when we try to make our words, God's words. Our actions against the Torah show up when we live our lives according to our own ways. We nullify God's words and start following other ways that we've never known before. Many traditions are so old that we have to search the internet to see how they began. Do you know that America had a law against Christmas because of its evils? As 2225 there is a conspiracy of prophets in it like a roaring lion tearing up the prey. They have devoured people, seized wealth and valuables, and widowed many in it. Traditions have consumed people's time and money taking away their wealth and what had been valuable to them which was God's traditions found in the scriptures. The Torah holds eternal value in God's economy of what is valuable. The Torah is the most valuable thing He installed upon the earth. The people of the earth become widowed from Him when they leave His instructions, Torah. As 2226 or Kohanim have done violence to my Torah, profaned my holy things, made no difference between the holy and the common, not distinguished between unclean and clean, hidden their eyes from my Shabbats, and profaned me among themselves. As 22:27, her leaders in it are like wolves tearing up the prey to shed blood and destroy people, in order to benefit unjustly. As 22:28, her prophets have plastered for them with whitewash, seeing false visions and divining lies for them, saying, Thus says Adonai Elohim, when Adonai has not spoken. As I was reading this Torah portion in the King James Bible, I was stopped in my tracks with Deuteronomy 12 confusing me. As I continued to read, I saw the same wording again. And, I said, well if this is true, no wonder my family thinks I'm crazy. So, I went to Esword to compare. It did not take much comparison to see the confusing words. The King James added the word of an italics in Deuteronomy 12:22. Italicized words are words added to the scripture to help with understanding. But whose understanding are we to be influenced? By whose agenda were these words penned? When I first read this verse, I was very confused on what was unclean and clean. The human or the animals? So, what is unclean? Is it a person or is it a food? And if I lust after a pig, may I eat it? What do we lust after? Shrimp, crab and fish with no scales? King James Version. Deu 12:15. Notwithstanding thou mayest kill and eat flesh in all thy gates, whatsoever thy soul lusteth after, according to the blessing of the Lord thy God which he hath given thee, the unclean and the clean may eat thereof, as of the roebuck, and as of the heart. Whatsoever thy soul lusteth after makes it sound like kosher eating is out the door. Can people eat whatever they want, clean or unclean food? Is it what can be eaten? Or is it who can eat it? Complete Jewish Bible. Deu 12:15. However, you may slaughter and eat meat wherever you live and whenever you want, in keeping with the degree to which Adonai your God has blessed you. The unclean and the clean may eat it, as if it were gazelle or deer. This translation tells us that there are unclean and clean human beings that are told they can eat wherever and whenever. 
In keeping with the degree is in keeping with God's instructions already given. Not eating blood is part of the Torah. In the next verses that regulation is mentioned. Therefore, we see that no Torah violations of changing to being able to eat whatever our eyes lust after is okay. Most people don't study what they read, but they read to get it read. Is the King James Version suggesting that they can now eat unclean or clean as the Israelites cross into the Promised Land? They will merge with people who are eating and living unclean. These wilderness Israelites have learned the instructions of God for 40 years. They are to carry these guidelines on righteous living to the world. Sacrifice recognized blood was precious, life is precious. Laws against eating blood. Lev 17:10. When someone from the community of Israel or one of the foreigners living with you eats any kind of blood, I will set myself against that person who eats blood and cut him off from his people. Lev 17:11. For the life of a creature is in the blood, and I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for yourselves, for it is the blood that makes atonement because of the life. Lev 17:12. This is why I told the people of Israel, None of you is to eat blood, nor is any foreigner living with you to eat blood. The time of a nation's iniquity grows so full that Adonai's instructs them to cleanse the new land by killing everything in the land. This is the example of what happens at the end of our world when its iniquity is full. Actually, we should take this a personal level and know that we are removed because of iniquity again the Torah. Leviticus 15, 16, 17, 18 Lev 18 to 1 Adonai said to Moshe. Lev 18 to 2 Speak to the people of Israel, tell them, I am Adonai your God. Lev 18 to 3 You are not to engage in the activities found in the land of Egypt, where you used to live, and you are not to engage in the activities found in the land of Canaan, where I am bringing you, nor are you to live by their laws. Lev 18 to 4 You are to obey my rulings and laws and live accordingly, I am Adonai your God. Lev 18 to 5 You are to observe my laws and rulings, if a person does them, he will have life through them, I am Adonai. Lev 18-6 None of you is to approach anyone who is a close relative in order to have sexual relations, I am Adonai. Lev 18-7 You are not to have sexual relations with your father, and you are not to have sexual relations with your mother. She is your mother, do not have sexual relations with her. Lev 18-8 You are not to have sexual relations with your father's wife, that is your father's prerogative. Lev 18-9 You are not to have sexual relations with your sister, the daughter of your father or the daughter of your mother whether born at home or elsewhere. Do not have sexual relations with them. Lev 18:10. You are not to have sexual relations with your son's daughter or with your daughter's daughter. Do not have sexual relations with them, because their sexual disgrace will be your own. Lev 18:11. You are not to have sexual relations with your father's wife's daughter, born to your father, because she is your sister, do not have sexual relations with her. Lev 18:12. You are not to have sexual relations with your father's sister, because she is your father's close relative. Lev 18:13 You are not to have sexual relations with your mother's sister, because she is your mother's close relative. Lev 18:14 You are not to disgrace your father's brother by having sexual relations with his wife, because she is your aunt. Lev 18:15 You are not to have sexual relations with your daughter-in-law, because she is your son's wife. Do not have sexual relations with her. Lev 18:16 You are not to have sexual relations with your brother's wife, because this is your brother's prerogative. Lev 18:17 You are not to have sexual relations with both a woman and her daughter, nor are you to have sexual relations with her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter. They are close relatives of hers, and it would be shameful. Lev 18:18 18, 18, You are not to take a woman to be a rival with her sister and have sexual relations with her while her sister is still alive. Lev 18:19 You are not to approach a woman in order to have sexual relations with her when she is unclean from her time of nida. 
Lev 1820 You are not to go to bed with your neighbor's wife and thus become unclean with her. Lev 1821 You are not to let any of your children be sacrificed to Melech, thereby profaning the name of your God, I am Adonai. Lev 1822 You are not to go to bed with a man as with a woman, it is an abomination. Lev 1823 You are not to have sexual relations with any kind of animal and thus become unclean with it, nor is any woman to present herself to an animal to have sexual relations with it, it is perversion. Lev 1824 Do not make yourselves unclean by any of these things, because all the nations which I am expelling ahead of you are defiled with them. Lev 1825 The land has become unclean, and this is why I am punishing it, the land itself will vomit out its inhabitants. Lev 1826 But you are to keep my laws and rulings and not engage in any of these disgusting practices, neither the citizen nor the foreigner living with you. Lev 1827 For the people of the land have committed all these abominations, and the land is now defiled. Lev 1828 If you make the land unclean, it will vomit you out too, just as it is vomiting out the nation that was there before you. Lev 1829 For those who engage in any of these disgusting practices, whoever they may be, will be cut off from their people. Lev 1830 So keep my charge not to follow any of these abominable customs that others before you have followed and thus defile yourselves by doing them. I am Adonai your God. If we do not study what makes our earth unclean, we allow ourselves to become unclean and thus be spewed off the earth. And, let us consider that Gentiles are called, unclean, too. And let us consider that goats are on the left and sheep are on the right. Our Creator teaches us visually, and in real time. There is nothing wrong with a goat but being on the left is not as good as being right. Being liberal in love and mercy is a good things. Being liberal is not bad, but being on the left is. A clean person has not touched the dead or touched someone who has touched the dead. A clean person has not touched a woman's blood during her day of uncleanness. A clean person has not sat where a woman has sat during her period. There are many examples of unclean. Yes, it is hard to stay clean. And that is the very point of all this. We have a very holy God that wants mankind to recognize how we can approach Him. Our heart is to be clean. God's Torah gives us guidelines to prove we love Him. Being unclean is okay. The lesson is that we are all unclean and need to repent. There is only one human that is clean. It is Yeshua Jesus who came from God. Yet not thinking himself better than God, but as God humbled himself and put on human flesh. Paraphrased. King James Version. Deu 12:22. Even as the roebuck and the heart is eaten, so thou shalt eat them, the unclean and the clean shall eat of them alike. This version added in italics the word of. Does a quick skimming reader now comprehend that unclean and clean foods can be eaten? This could remind the quick Bible reader of Peter's confusion that he thought the Lord was telling him to eat unclean food. In fact, Peter asked the Lord three times about it because it just didn't make sense to him. He was a Jew and never ever violated any of the Torah regulations much less eat something non-kosher. Only if we look deeper do we see the unclean animals represented Gentiles. We see Peter over the next few days only meeting with three different Gentile, unclean, individuals. The message to Peter was not about eating unclean foods, God forbade, but he was now urged to talk about Yeshua Jesus' resurrection to the Gentiles. The Jewish Peter had very challenging work ahead of him. He would talk about resurrection of Christ to the Gentiles and also have them join a new way of in the Torah. Peter was to show them how also to be clean, in Yeshua and in eating, the Sabbath and circumcision if it wasn't too hard for them to do it. There were ways that those on the left could now move to be right before the Father. Old Peter had been taught by Yeshua Jesus, of whom taught them how to walk out a non-corrupt Torah. Shul, Paul, had not met Yeshua Jesus but only saw him in a vision after his resurrection. 
both were strong in the Torah, they both knew it inside out. All the disciples were to go out and confirm resurrection proven by the Son of God now recognized as the Messiah. The Torah was to lead all nations to live righteously. Gentile and Jewish were to become one. The truth of Yeshua's resurrection story would be confirmed in the Torah as he completed every prophecy ever spoken about the coming Messiah. All the disciples were to confirm the Messiah had come and there was life after death. Yeshua first came as a suffering servant is what shocked them. They wanted their King of Kings to come and save them from their trouble. This is the next program set forth for all the nations to witness. Yeshua Jesus proved the Torah and the Torah proved Yeshua Jesus. Both filled up the words of the Father so all the earth could be saved into heaven's eternity. The Scriptures should never nullify the Torah. For centuries pastors have not understood the Hebrew background and have taken Scripture out of context to prove the Gentiles, unclean, will rule by their rules and by their doctrines. Today, we have around 40,000 different denominations running wild on our earth. Did you ever wonder how many prayers have fallen to the ground because there truly is no other God that can hear a prayer? Sadly, pastors and people who truly love God are falling short. They have become haughty because of these deceptions coming up through earthly fathers. We have haughty Gentiles thinking they are better than the Jew of whom was given the Torah first to be given to the nations. Yes, the Torah was given to the Jew first. Esau only wanted earthly gain whereas Yaakov fought for heaven's gain. Therefore, the ways of Abraham, Isaac and Yaakov are still pushing forth because it is God's will to keep the Torah intact even to the end of the age. Neither Jewish or Gentile can boast of having the key to salvation or both will be loped off. Gentiles look down on the Jewish and claim, they killed our Jesus. Through history we have come to the final solution from 1938 to 1945, we cannot even let a Jew live. Being anti-Jewish has become a pastime for many, they follow Martin Luther who said to lock them in their synagogues and set them on fire, which they did. And Christians love their King James Bibles and yet don't know it is the most anti-Jewish Bible written. Peter is immediately seen in three different settings convincing Gentiles to turn to the Torah. The Gentiles are now grafted into the resurrection via the Messiah and into the Torah. It is the latter that the Gentiles still don't want to do today. The Torah and the salvation via Yeshua Jesus' blood is for both the Jew and the Gentile, the clean and unclean. Yes, Deuteronomy 12 is saying the Jew and Gentile can have the blessings and cursing. Wow! This is powerful. Torah is for all mankind. We should not want the Jewish to be cursed for trying to pass on the Torah to us. We are to sit at the feet of the Rabbi to learn about the Torah. My friend has invited an Israeli Jew to teach us the Torah in her home. He is willing and he does believe in Yeshua's resurrection. This is what a Gentile can do as we see hundreds following one rabbi, and our communication systems allows thousands to follow on Rabbi Torah teacher. Gentiles should keep pursuing the evangelization of Yeshua Jesus but they err by leaving the Torah behind. They have called in the law when that words can meant things. It means legislation and it means instruction. We must be smart enough to look at the context and see which of those definitions should have been used in our Bibles. No all Bibles are equal my friends. I like like the complete Jewish Bible by David Stern. He has a commentary on the New Testament and now just recently he has a commentary on the Old Testament available. There is no reason why we cannot be the generation that bring the Torah back to the earth. When does Messiah return? He returns bringing the Torah in his mouth. Will you accept his words? His words are the Father's words. Now let's read the complete Jewish Bible by David Stern. He expresses the verses understanding the culture. It does not slant the verses toward one group of the other killing Jesus. The King James certainly was a book that was written in an era of anti-Jewry thought and action. 
per Martin Luther's suggestion they locked them in their synagogues and setting it on fire killing all inside. Yes, all in the name of Jesus. Bible study is key to your mind walking out righteous deeds on the earth. Deu 12:22. Eat it as you would gazelle or deer, the unclean and clean alike may eat it. Complete Jewish Bible. Deu 12:23. Just take care not to eat the blood, for the blood is the life, and you are not to eat the life with the meat. It clearly states that if a person is unclean for some reason or a person is clean, all may eat. It also is stating that Gentile and Hebrew still eat kosher, and no blood. Kosher animals have a split hoof and chew the cud. Yes, we do not eat blood. Shema, hear and obey. But some people require more understanding. They have a hard time walking by faith. For those, I say this about why not to eat blood. If God said don't do it, that is enough for me. But for those still not sure if God is real asking yourself why you would want an animal's blood tainting your own human blood? Life is in any blood. Even blood transfusions have chances of disease in them. Blood of your blood. This could be like to each seed after its own kind. This is likened to being pure, male with female only. Anything else can cause disease. Is there a difference between Jew and Gentile? Yes. Gentiles must come to the Torah. In the Torah all will find Yeshua Jesus alone makes us spiritually clean. God's Sabbaths represent clean. Sabbath is holy and set apart. It began at creation with Adam. When we profane the Sabbath, we profane creation. Torah Diseases. As 22-26 or Kohanim have done violence to my Torah, profaned my holy things, made no difference between the holy and the common, not distinguished between unclean and clean, hidden their eyes from my Shabbats, and profaned me among themselves. It is 10 Elul as I begin to discuss the Resi Torah portion. It is September 6, 2022 with Labor Day closed yesterday. In Independence, Missouri a shooter scared people by shooting three shots while in the mall. No one was hurt and no one was apprehended. For our family September 3rd celebrated our oldest child and his wife being married 28 years. They went up in a hot air balloon that lifted off our property in Iowa. Then he whisked her off to England where he was stationed in the Air Force. They traveled to Greece for a two-week honeymoon. Their four children with three spouses and one grandchild celebrated them Saturday night. They all serve at church on Sunday and then he whisks her away to Branson for a whirling four days. Their 28th anniversary in 2022 was the Sabbath Shoftim understanding God's rulings. Moses explains the regulations, ruling, judgments set out by God. It is in these rulings that we understand how to live our lives together. What happened after the Sabbath rest? Our cow Smoky Mountain gave birth to a bull calf Sunday morning during Sunday church. Smoky rested on the Sabbath. She labored on day 8. Thus, there is no other name for this premature tiny baby black Angus than Shoftim. When I say his name in the future, I will talk about the lessons learned in that Torah Parsha 48. I will remember the lessons taught that day by my friend Barbara at Ministries of New Life. That Sunday was day 8 of Teshuvah, Repentance. When Moses left for the last 40 days and 40 nights the Israelite in the wilderness were truly repenting for any wrongs. So many unclean people in their camp from Korok rebellion to now the golden calf idol problem. Plagues had beset them and yet they still built the calf even after many corrections. It is God who said they had upset him ten times. Adonai's patience was gone and he said he would build up a nation through Moses instead. It was Moses who said, he could not do it without Elohim leading them. Moses would not be allowed to labor on with the people when they crossed over. Joshua taking over shows us Yeshua leading us into the new promised earth and our future. Moses became the picture of the suffering servant and Joshua king of kings. 
Yeshua and Yoshua are the same name. Name plays happen many times, and I see that our mother cow Smokey was remembered even as Moses was laboring with YHWH to give the people once again his ruling and judgments. Smokey offered up her bull calf to us on Shoftim, meaning rulings. YHWH granted Moses his request through the smoke of that mountain. The birth of the calf was September 4, 2022, the day before Labor Day. September 4 was 8 Elul. Moses has been up with Adonai 8 days are odd 40 days. Moses was on a smoky mountain not eating or drinking. The people below were fasting and praying as well. The corrections were many, but the answers were easy. Our Creator would take them back if they would accept His Shoftim, His rulings. Smoky Mountain is a very good mother. Her baby for a week still struggled to find which direction to drink from her. She patiently kept moving her body so her baby could nurse. At Shoftim, Judgments, 2022 I feel so blessed to have life on our property named El Shaddai. God's breast is what nourishes and gives lives. The new calf Shoftim was so sleepy that it would not to nurse. It did not have a sucking reflex to want a nurse. By evening, by putting my finger in its mouth, he learned to suck. Then he would have to lick dirt to get to the taste of milk. We have to get through what does not taste so good in our lives to taste and see that God is good all the time. The next on Labor Day I labored again to get the calf up, and with prayer, saying, No, Adonai, he must stand up again and try again to nurse. Please Adonai have him latch on and see that it is good. My granddaughter standing next to me is eight months pregnant that day with her first child. She saw the calf try to nurse and then collapse the ground. And yet I prayed loudly, No. He must get up Lord. He has to get up and taste and see that it is good. Yet again he stood up and this time latched on as I continued to pray for his life. I saw her looking at me and wonder about what she was witnessing. I do not relent in my praying. I am begging that this calf would be a blessing to God's shoftim, rulings, words. It is the Torah rulings that are to go out to the earth. Shoftim was birthed in a morning drizzle of rain which means a blessing. Rain nourishes the land which provides food for us. By dusk of Labor Day he is now 36 hours old with eight family members arriving to rejoice in his desiring his mother's milk. To see life so fragile as it begins is a sacred thing. To see life so fragile as it ends is also a sacred thing. My two friends came and watched this frail calf try to stand after his birth. They are always too sleepy to rise up. The next day, her husband and his father was too weak to be at home any longer. He is weak with final days of cancer. He too is fragile. He spent a week in the hospital but not ready for hospice. He is frail and now at home. Life is fragile at the beginning and especially at the end. My horse Oreo died on 17 Tammuz in the same spot this calf was birthed. There is life and death as it cycles in all lives. We celebrate what was given and what is to come. The breath of God is put into every human being. Their soul will go into eternity. It is an awesome thing for the angels to witness the salvation of a human being. All life and every death should hold us captive. They are both new beginnings. New life is to work out their salvation while on earth. God's plan for salvation leads to eternal life. Its requirement is that the human being trust in resurrection seen fully in Yeshua Jesus. The Father resurrected Lazarus through Yeshua's words on month 1 day 7. Yeshua was then resurrected by the Father 10 days later on month 1 day 17. We have a pattern of Yeshua praying to the Father. The Father wanted all to see Lazarus dead for 4 days. He died on Nisan 4. The flow of the letter Dalit is the door to the pattern of earth being at 4,000 years when the seed Yeshua was put in the ground. Three days later Lazarus was raised up symbolizing 3,000 years or 3, Gimel, 
days of time will pass until the Messiah is lifted, Gimel, up seen in the heavens by all the nations. I just wrote an article on cats born in Iowa and Missouri spring of 2022 pointing to the Lord's and Israel's special days. I see these things because I've learned the Hebrew calendar which hold the Lord's appointments. We can either embrace the rulings of the Father or choose to discard them where many have burnt them up. The Torah scrolls and books were burned by 1945, in our 20th century lead by Hitler's Holocaust aimed at anyone not Aryan. At that 100-year anniversary in year 2045 what vengeance will God have placed on our earth for having destroyed His words and only wanting Jesus and not Yeshua? I fear for those that change, adding a word or adding an activity to the rulings of God. As I read in the King James Bible that afternoon, it brought me to repent. When letters are in italics beware of what they want you to think. A Bible study is examining many versions. When you see enough of the same theme, pick that theme. I close after deleting many earlier paragraphs to this writing. I can go on and on about deception and what is wrong within groups today. And, yet we must strive to live together in peace as human beings with no contention as there is no place for that in the kingdom. I blog to release my concerns and pray that those close to me will understand I write for the sake of their souls. It's a sad day when we're so weak and ready to pass into eternity that we can no longer study ourselves to see what is false or true. If you are part of group that contends, they are Israel, you must repent and cancel your membership. There is one Israel sand she is connected to these mountains of blessing and cursing. Since Hitler's holocaust of human beings, the land rose up and Israel became a nation in 1948. I follow pattern and I believe Abraham leaving his father's house at age 75 is a key to prophecy. He left to walk the earth and wherever he stepped his foot on was to be claimed. Yeshua will come back and walk on the land again. He will rule from that land as it is the apple of the Father's eye. Catholics nor Mormons nor Islam can claim to be the location where the Messiah returns. There is one location, and it was named Israel when President Trump was President of the United States in 2017. The Abrahamic Accord gave notice to anyone who was a squatter on Israel's land. Deu 11:29. When Adonai your God brings you into the land you are entering in order to take possession of it, you are to put the blessing on Mount Grizim and the curse on Mount Ival. Deu 11:30. Both are west of the Yarden, in the direction of the sunset, in the land of the Kenani living in the Arava, across from Gilgal, near the pistachio trees of Moray. Deu 11:31. For you are to cross the Yarden to enter and take possession of the land Adonai your God is giving you. You are to own it and live in it. Deu 11:32 and you are to take care to follow all the laws and rulings I am setting before you today. The Lord's chosen place of worship. Deu 12 to 1 here are the laws and rulings you are to observe and obey in the land Adonai, the God of your ancestors, has given you to possess as long as you live on earth. Deu 12 to 2 you must destroy all the places where the nations you are dispossessing serve their gods, whether on high mountains, on hills, or under some leafy tree. Deu 12 to 3 break down their altars smash their standing stones to pieces, burn up their sacred poles completely and cut down the carved images of their gods. Exterminate their name from that place. Deu 12-4 But you are not to treat Adonai your God this way. Deu 12-5 Rather, you are to come to the place where Adonai your God will put his name. He will choose it from all your tribes, and you will seek out that place, which is where he will live, and go there. Deu 12-6 You will bring there your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tenths, that you set aside for Adonai, the offerings that you give, the offerings you have vowed, your voluntary offerings, and the firstborn of your cattle and sheep. Deu 12-7 There you will eat in the presence of Adonai your God, and you will rejoice over everything you set out to do, you and your households, in which Adonai your God has blessed you. Deu 12-8 You will not do things the way we do them here today, 
where everyone does whatever in his own opinion seems right. Deu 12-9 Because you haven't yet arrived at the rest and inheritance which Adonai your God is giving you. Deu 12-10 But when you cross the Yarden and live in the land Adonai your God is having you inherit, and He gives you rest from all your surrounding enemies, so that you are living in safety. Deu 12-11 Then you will bring all that I am ordering you to the place Adonai your God chooses to have His name live, your burnt offerings, sacrifices, tenths, the offering from your hand, and all your best possessions that you dedicate to Adonai. Deu 12-12 And you will rejoice in the presence of Adonai your God, you, your sons and daughters, your male and female slaves and the Levi staying with you, and as much as he has no share or inheritance with you. Deu 12-13 Be careful not to offer your burnt offerings just anywhere you see. Deu 12-14 But do it in the place Adonai will choose in one of your tribal territories, there is where you are to offer your burnt offerings and do everything I order you to do. Deu 12-15 However, you may slaughter and eat meat wherever you live and whenever you want, in keeping with the degree to which Adonai your God has blessed you. The unclean and the clean may eat it, as if it were gazelle or deer. Deu 12:16. But don't eat the blood, pour it out on the ground like water. Deu 12:17. You are not to eat on your own property the tenth of your grain, new wine or olive oil, that you set aside for Adonai, or the firstborn of your cattle or sheep, or any offering you have vowed, or your voluntary offering, or the offering from your hand. Deu 12:18. No, you are to eat these in the presence of Adonai your God in the place Adonai your God will choose, you and your sons, daughters, male and female slaves, and the Levi who is your guest, and you are to rejoice before Adonai your God in everything you undertake to do. Deu 12:19. As long as you are living on your property, take care not to abandon the Levi. Deu 12:21. Adonai your God expands your territory, as He has promised you, and you say, I want to eat meat, simply because you want to eat meat, then you may eat meat as much as you want. Deu 12:21. If the place which Adonai your God chooses to place His name is too far away from you, then you are to slaughter animals from your cattle or sheep, which Adonai has given you, and eat on your own property, as much as you want. Deu 12:22. Eat it as you would gazelle or deer, the unclean and clean alike may eat it. Deu 12:23. Just take care not to eat the blood, for the blood is the life, and you are not to eat the life with the meat. Deu 12:24. Don't eat it but pour it out on the ground like water. Deu 12:25. Do not eat it, so that things will go well with you and with your children after you, as you do what Adonai sees is right. Deu 12:26. Only the things set aside for God which you have, and the vows you have vowed to make, you must take and go to the place which Adonai will choose. Deu 12:27. There you will offer your burnt offerings, the meat and the blood, on the altar of Adonai your God. The blood of your sacrifices is to be poured out on the altar of Adonai your God, and you will eat the meat. Deu 12:28 Obey and pay attention to everything I am ordering you to do, so that things will go well with you and with your descendants after you forever, as you do what Adonai sees as good and right. Warning against idolatry. Deu 12:29 When Adonai your God has cut off ahead of you the nations you are entering in order to dispossess, and when you have dispossessed them and are living in their land. Deu 12:30 Be careful, after they have been destroyed ahead of you, not to be trapped into following them, so that you inquire after their gods and ask how did these nations serve their gods? I want to do the same. Deu 12:31. You must not do this to Adonai your God. For they have done to their gods all the abominations that Adonai hates. They even burn up their sons and daughters in the fire for their gods.